from News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. This is Good Morning BT with Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman. Friday morning, Tyboid Studio, January 26th. Bo Thompson, Beth Troutman, WBT Sports Director Jim Zoki, Bernie as well, and uh, the big news this morning at a Bank of America stadium in Pantherland is yet another new Panthers head coach, Dave Canales. Most recently, the offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and a guy who has turned around the careers of several notable quarterbacks. And, oh, by the way, we have a quarterback who is in need of some direction. So uh, let's uh, continue to get reaction today to this latest move by David Tepper and bring on a guy we've talked to a lot lately because there's just been a lot going on uh, with the Carolina Panthers, Scott Fowler of the Charlotte Observer, who has been with the Observer since 1994 and, of course, also the author of the new book, Sports Legends of the Carolinas, Good morning, Scott. Good morning. Appreciate glad to be with you all again. Always glad to have you. Uh, although we got to quit, you know, we got to stop doing this so often with I this know. coaching thing. I think I think all of Charlotte <laughs> fandom would would not like to be talking about new coaches so often. But w- let's start there. What do you think of the guy that uh, apparently is uh, going to be made official uh, very soon? Yes. Well, Dave Canales is the right age. He's only 42. Um, I think he's got the right attitude. You know, he's a relentlessly positive guy. And I think they could have done a lot worse. I'll put it that way. I mean, he is certainly not a high-profile hire. I'm sure uh, most Panther fans and, and myself barely had heard of him until the last couple of weeks. Uh, because he's been, you know, he's been pretty obscure really until this last year when he was the offensive coordinator at Tampa. But turning around Baker Mayfield, I mean, Baker Mayfield was a disaster here. Yeah. So the fact that he got a career best season out of Baker Mayfield, I think that bodes well for what what y'all were just talking about and the the Bryce Young project because that's really what this team is all about, and that's what. Canales has been brought in to fix. Now, I was yesterday years old when I heard his name, so it wasn't something that was <laughs> I was familiar with at all. But I'm so excited to hear you say that he's relentlessly positive and optimistic. That's the most exciting news I've heard in a long time about somebody. <laughs> well, uh, you, when you inherit a 2-15 and 15 team, you better be. I think he's, uh, from what I understand, and I have not met him, but uh, you know, from talking to people who know him, uh, he is a guy who is going to stay. I think he's a little fiery too. And honestly, I think Ooh. Bryce Young probably needs a little of that uh, outwardly. In the you know, he needs needs a. Uh, he's passionate, but he needs to show it a little bit more. Uh, with that said, my column today, which is in CharlotteObserver.com, and and we've got a ton of coverage there. Please go to that website. Uh, what I worry about is Dave Tepper uh, messing with things, I guess you would say. I think he needs to leave Canales and the new GM, Dan Morgan, alone. He's hired two smart people. Let them do their job. I see, Scott, you have your hand up, so I'll call on you here. I think, um, <laughs> you know, Dave Canales, obviously, quarterback whisperer. There's a minutia, though, being a quarterback's coach and a first-time, first-year offensive coordinator where you work exclusively with that. It'll be interesting, I guess, an unknown uh, of what that'll look like as far as a head coach, because you do have to oversee special teams. You do have to meet with the owner and personnel and do a lot of other things. So uh, what's your take on, on that, that it's a, a kind of obviously an unknown situation as far as being the overseer and not being in the minutia of just the passing game? Well, I think with uh, – that's a good question, Jim. I think with Canales, 
he's probably a guy that would have gotten some more interviews uh, in a year. You know, he's, I think he's kind of like a year away from where he might have been a hotter candidate. The Panthers, as far as I know, were the only team that interviewed him. Now, he and Morgan go way back. They were together eight years in Seattle, and so that's part of the reason he's getting this job. Dan Morgan um, is very confident in him. But all the things that you have to do as a head coach, you're right. I mean, there are that is a multitasking job, and he and Morgan will both report directly to David Tepper, uh, according to the Panthers. So there's a lot here. He's going to have to find. You know, the defense though is fairly well intact, and I think will be much more stable. So he's probably going to keep some of those defensive coaches, and then he his charge is to fix the offense. He and Morgan, they've just got a a team that got shut out, if y'all remember, the last two games they played, which hadn't happened for 15 years. So uh, the more I hear about this guy and his ability to turn around quarterbacks, uh, it all makes sense on paper. But a year ago, it all made sense on paper to me the way it was explained with, with Frank Reich and all those hires and changes. And so I'm sure there are a lot of Panthers fans out there that are saying, I didn't think we were going to get Bill Belichick uh, or, or maybe even Mike Vrabel. Uh, ben Johnson was a name that was mentioned for a long time. But they also didn't expect that the Panthers would make their hire and those three names would still be unhired. Uh, And we've talked to you about the fact that uh, maybe the most important thing about this David Tepper dynamic is you need a guy who's not afraid to stand up to David Tepper and tell him when he needs to hear the word no. And you could, I mean, you could envision, obviously, Belichick. I never thought that was realistic, but maybe Mike Vrabel might have been a fit for that reason here. And yet those three guys I mentioned are still unemployed. They may end up being somewhere before the, uh, the the final two vacancies are are filled. But it is, to me, an interesting notion that uh, we hire a guy and those three names are still on the board and weren't interviewed. Well, that's a good point. Uh, I think with Ben Johnson, this is my guess there, is that Ben Johnson somehow through intermediaries has told the Panthers, uh, look, I'm going to end up as Washington's head coach. That, that'll happen probably next week. So I think I think the writing was on the wall on Ben Johnson. Now, the other two guys, Belichick and Brable, they may not have a chair when the musical chairs uh, stop here. I think I think not only the Panthers, but other teams have decided that's maybe not the way they're going to go. The Panthers did interview Brable, never really had any interest in Belichick as far as we know. There was never an interview there, and I don't know what that says, but in any case, uh, they went unknown. They went with... Uh, but as you remember, that's a good point, Bo. Last year, you know, the, everyone was like, oh, Frank Reich, this is going to be perfect because they've got to have a new quarterback. And Frank Reich was the probably hottest candidate last year. And so they ended up with that guy, well-known, uh, had been to the playoffs, hot candidate, and it, it lasted for 11 games. So this is a really polar opposite hire from that. The only real commonality is that they're both supposed to be quarterback whispers. And it feels like um, first-year GM, as far as being at the top of the chain with Dan Morgan, first-year head coach, firing a coach in season last year, Canales has to feel like he's got at least two years. What do you think about the six-year contract, or is that somewhat meaningless in the day and age where you can kind of buy out contracts if it doesn't go the right way? Well, it's it, no, I thought it was meaningful um, in that he will get paid for six years if they fire him early. I think what you just said is about right. I think you get a six-year contract partly because the last year guy, you know, last guy had four years and then got fired after 11 games. Now, Frank Reich's getting paid for all four years. 
I think with a six-year contract here, I'm sure uh, Canales' agent pushed for that just to give him a little more security. I think, yes, I think he's got two years uh, to fix it, and then by the third year uh, we're going to be in the same boat if it's not fixed. But two years, I mean, they have a ton of salary cap room coming up over the next two years. Uh, I mean, the dream would be that Canales somehow – uh, gets Mike Evans here as well. The uh, hmm. you know eventual Hall of Fame wide receiver is uh, going to be on the market probably. So there's a lot of potential here uh, if you believe in Bryce Young. And obviously Canales believes in him. Obviously Dan Morgan was part of the process that got him here. So it really comes down to Bryce Young. That is what the large majority of every NFL team is, we watch these games this weekend, it's all about quarterbacks. And that's where the Panthers have got to get it solved. Scott Fowler, Charlotte Observer, always appreciate your time. And also the book, Sports Legends of the Carolinas. Uh, it's, you know, it's always an, a great opportunity to have Scott on with Zoki here because both of you go all the way back to the beginning with this team and uh, can talk about the, the highs and the lows. And here we are again uh, trying to rebuild. So uh, we appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Y'all have a good morning. You too. That's Scott Fowler.